Have you noticed or experienced the isolation, anxiety, and disconnect of today's neighborhoods? I think it's time to reevaluate our communities and bring back connection and purpose. I've spent too many years of my own life confused and uncertain where I belong and what I could offer the world. I see the same loneliness and indifference in my profession as a real estate agent and with nearly everyone I meet. I have great hope for the human race to rethink our purpose and truly find communities where we can live authentically and in a world of kindness. Come with me to create the socially modern neighbor. Hello. Today on this episode, we are going to kick off with what is the socially modern neighbor and what is it in for you? Why would you want to stick around with us? We'll get to that in just a moment. But first, I do want to do something, a session of our podcast called What's in the Hood? And basically, we highlight a local business that is doing good things, that has a really wonderful product. Um, I found this place. It's called the coffee shop. That's what it's called. The coffee shop. (laughs) Not complicated. Um, When I moved here from Portland, Oregon, about a year and a half ago, um, if anybody's from the Pacific Northwest, you know that there's a few things we're known for. And one of those things is coffee, really good coffee. Everybody makes it. There is a quality coffee shop on nearly every corner. The Portland area has really good coffee. And I quickly missed it. I now live in the suburbs of Phoenix and Phoenix area, at least in our parts of town, um, is definitely like Starbucks world. I do not love Starbucks coffee. Um, I do go there when I need a, you know, just a something to pick me up and I got nothing else. Um, there, there's some, there's some cool things about Starbucks, but If you're looking for a really cool spot in the Phoenix area, um, it's in Gilbert and it's called the the coffee shop. And what I love about it is one, they have quality coffee to just the location. So it's in a place called the Agritopia, which I am learning more about. Um, hopefully in the future, we're going to actually be able to interview Agrotopia um, because they're doing really cool things. This is a whole community with housing, with restaurants, um, with a farm. And so I can't wait to possibly, I'm crossing my fingers, be able to interview the owner or someone from Agrotopia so we can find out why they did what they did here in Gilbert, Arizona. So check out the coffee shop. Um, I get just an iced Americano or just a plain cup of coffee when I go. Um, but I'm sure everything on their menu is delicious. The, the breakfast item I eat is called the San Diegan and it is a wonderful like omelet. It has potatoes and bacon and cheddar cheese and green onions. And I love the feta. They add feta. So try the coffee shop. Okay. Do you find that it's hard to make connections? 
um, possibly you're in a time in your life or have been for quite a while that feels like you don't fit in. You don't know where your community is. You maybe even have a hard time connecting with family. Maybe you've always felt this way or maybe just recently, maybe in the last few years, um, loneliness has gotten the best of you. Um, I have found, especially since COVID 2020, um, that many people are dealing with isolation still. They have disconnected from person to person from our communities. And so we're going to talk about how we can maybe do that. And some of the journey that I've gone on, um, I'll just let you know, in 2020, uh, we were living in Portland, Oregon when COVID hit. And uh, I already pre-COVID was struggling for many years with loneliness. Like I had some really, I've had some really good friends. One of my best friends is in Portland. Um, But we didn't live near each other. We lived in different cities. Um, So we didn't see each other all the time. And we were a part of like a faith community there. Um, More than one actually over the years. And for many years, I just felt like it was really hard to make strong connections with people. I don't know if it's because of our age, um, where we were at in life. Maybe it gets harder after you have kids and a family. Um, all these things were happening in my life. But for many years, I just kind of felt this isolation, this like not belonging, not sure how we actually would fit in, um, the ideas that I had and um, my creative mind didn't like it had a place. And so I spent several years feeling this way. Again, there was some people we met along the way that were great. We made some friendships. Some have been lasting. Others have not, it seems. Um, We've lost touch with many that, you know, we just don't hear from anymore now that we don't live there. And that kind of shows, you know, that kind of shows the evidence of, of how well you were cared for, I think. Um, But no animosity. It's, it's fine. We are, we're thriving here in the Phoenix area. So, um, you know, it's, it's all good. So in 2020, when COVID hit, um, and everything was taken from us for our family, we, one of our biggest social outlets was our church. And initially when that first happened, it was like, no, you can't stop us from going to church. Like, this is my, this is my place. Like, this is where we know people. And Um, But within a short amount of time, I started to, the way I describe it is my eyes just were opened. I started to see things a little different. I started to observe from a distance maybe what we thought we had while we were in an evangelical church setting, but realized it wasn't what I thought it was. And maybe I wasn't fully thriving in an environment um, because a lot of times churches aren't able to pay attention to everybody, right? They don't know everybody's giftings. They don't, they don't highlight everybody's great qualities. There's a short, there's a few, there's a few that get attention. There's a few that um, catch the attention for the whole body and are supposed to represent the whole body. But I started to see, you know what? I actually have some qualities that I think are in me. And I don't know that 
this is going to be the best place for me to live out my true self. Um, so there was a lot of questioning that was kind of a, before 2020, I was deconstructing before there was the word deconstructing. I know that's a hot word right now. That was not really the word I would have used five, 10 years ago. Um, my whole life, I've been someone who has questioned and thought about and deconstructed because I want to be sincere. I don't know about you guys, but I want to live sincerely and honestly in this world. I want to live authentically. I want to like live to the fullest. I really hope that you do too. And that's what we're going to unravel in this podcast is how do we have authentic relationships? How do we create environments? How do we create uh, neighborhoods and communities that honor one another? How do we um, like think outside the box? How do we dream bigger? And I just have this belief and, you know, you might think I'm crazy, which that's fine, but I have this belief that humanity can actually do a lot of good and we could maybe even reverse, we could reverse some of the damage we've done on the earth. I don't think that we've lived our best lives yet. I don't think we've seen the best for humanity. I think our species actually could reverse damage to the earth, damage to each other. I think it gets, it's getting better and better, not worse. Like everybody thinks, I actually think it's getting better. And I think there's still so much work to do. And so um, this podcast is going to dream and create and have ideas and um, conversations with people that might have different points of view, that have different ideas, and who are doing wonderful things in their communities. We're gonna we're gonna interview people that are doing good things in their neighborhoods, in their communities, in their families, with their friends that do uh, party planning really well, who are great hosts and hostesses, who invite friends and neighbors into their homes who have started nonprofits. We want to be inspired, don't we? Especially now, especially with so many people who feel isolated and without connection. There's so many people that are not feeling like they have family. And if they have a family, a biological family, how close are you to them? Are you friends? Do you know each other really well? Do you feel like you can be you. I know lots of people that feel like they are not their um, truest form. They're living out like their most free self because of their environment, because of the people they're around. And we can make choices in this, you guys. I believe that some of that, some, a small percentage of it is something we can't control. If you don't have the ability to change your environment, you can't move, you you know, can't start over, you can't start a new job, whatever. Like, you know that you just absolutely can't make a change. There, there's a small percentage of that in our lives that we just can't. And then I believe that a lot of it, you can. You can do something different. And so when I moved here to the Phoenix area, East Valley of Phoenix in 2021. We moved in April of 2021. We decided to move our family from the Portland area and start over. A lot of it was because I was 
done with what I was feeling and the struggle. And I was depressed mostly because of um, the weather, which is a big factor for those who live in that area. But also just because my world just did not seem big enough. It just didn't feel like I was ever going to break through the barriers that I always thought. And so we needed to start over. We needed something new. We needed uh, to breathe. I feel like we could breathe. And so we started here in Arizona and um, in 2021. And uh, I decided probably, I don't know if it was right away, but within a short amount of time, I was like, I am not going to be alone here. We had no family. Um, living here. We moved without knowing anybody. I take that back. I knew one friend, an acquaintance at the time um, that lived here. She was our real estate agent and she was the only soul I knew that lived in this area. And we weren't even great friends. We just knew each other from a previous business that we did together. So um, I just made a decision that I was going to put myself out there. I was going to try new things. I was going to um, pushed past the discomfort of meeting people and creating friendships and inviting people in our home and helping my kids create relationships. And so for the last year and a half, um, maybe last year, if on, on, in all honesty, that's what I've been doing. And I want to share some of those ideas, some of the things that work, some of the things that don't work and the journey along with that let's face it, you're going to be rejected and have a sense of rejection. People aren't always going to say yes. And what do we do with that? How do you feel about yourself when people don't invite you? I know for me, I have really struggled with that over the years. I am now embarrassed, super embarrassed, but just probably two years ago, I would find out that we weren't invited somewhere to like, a, we had, you know, a group of friends that we did some life together with. And then I would find out we weren't invited to a party or a Super Bowl or an evening. And I would be like, what? We're not doing anything. Why weren't we invited? And I, you guys, I'm so embarrassed. I actually would reach out and be like, I heard you're doing this. I don't know how to ask, but can we come? Yeah, I was that person. Like I was trying so hard to make connections and find friendship and be welcomed. And um, I asked and I put myself out there. Damn it. I put myself out there and that was embarrassing. That was hard, but I did it. And of course, you know, who's going to say, no, you're not invited, right? We would be invited and we would go because it was where we wanted to be. These are the people we wanted to be with. Um, and so now today, I don't beg for relationships. Like I'm not knocking down on anyone's door. If, you, if they're not going to invite me, it's okay. And I can still like that person. And I want to be the first person to invite. But is everybody going to come over to my house and, and on an invitation? No. And so we need to know how do we deal with rejection or the feelings of rejection? Because let's be honest, I don't know the motive of those people. I don't know why. I don't know what they were thinking and I need to be fair and not have judgment. And so what do we do when we feel like we're the oddball? We're not included. We're not thought of. We don't have community. We're lonely. We're isolated. We have anxiety. We now have social anxieties. Everybody's got some form of social anxiety, right? 
So let's talk about it. Let's find out. And I feel like as much as we have wonderful devices like computers and handheld phones and, you know, the world as we know it and a whole generation of people that all they really know is social media for their connections. All they really know is internet for intimacy. And I think you guys, I think this as much as there's some great things about all this world and the devices we have, we are going to lose our souls. We're going to lose our souls if we don't slow it down and find true connection. Really take time to get to know somebody. Ask questions. Be curious. Say hi. Give a wave a smile, a thank you, like all of these things that in, in generations past, I think they were part of the society and no, no, no generation has had it all together, right? No generation has done it perfectly well. And maybe perfection is not what we're looking for, but we need to question. We need to be aware. We need to wake up that we are not creating healthy environments for ourselves and our future, our, our children, our grandchildren. And so let's find balance in this. Let's find community. I hope here you're going to find community. I hope in our conversations, you're inspired. I hope you dream. I hope you question in a way that makes you drive to go, who are my people? Who is my family? What is family? What can I do that will improve not just my body, not just what I eat and how I exercise and how I think, but what will improve the whole of me? And the whole of you, I believe, is included with belonging. We all need to belong somewhere. When we belong, we can reach heights. We collaborate. We go together, right? There's more power when there is numbers, when there's people who go together on something. When you feel cared for, you will want to do more in life. You will get up in the morning and reach those dreams and go after something. And so here, I hope that you will find that in our conversations. One of the things that I started doing when I um, decided I wasn't going to be lonely again here I mean, let's face it, you can be lonely and know a hundred people in a room, but to really just be like, I'm in a new place. I know no one. What can I do? So the very first thing I did, I was a little socially awkward taking my son. We have a uh, now six-year-old son um, and I took him to preschool and drop off pickup with parents or whatever. And I was a little socially awkward. Honestly, sometimes in in certain environments, I'm socially awkward. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to strike up a conversation. I just go and come, right? Just go get my son, go back home. And I think a lot of people do. Can you relate, right? Like, what do you show up at that you don't really show up at? You just go and then leave. I think there's so many things. And maybe you're happy with that. But if you're like, hey, I'm in this new place and I know nobody, well, then maybe you should pay attention. Maybe you should linger a little bit. Maybe you should strike up conversation. So it was towards the end of the year last year. Um, 
summer was just around the corner. And I was like, shoot, we're going to have a couple months at home. We don't have friends. My little guy doesn't really have friends that we play with. And I don't want him home every day, just on a screen and bored. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to organize a mom's night out. So I contacted the one mom I knew. I had made contact with one mom. And I reached out to her by text and said, hey, I'm thinking about putting together this mom's night. You seem to know more moms. Can you help spread the word? I know no phone numbers. I don't you know, know anybody. And she's like, yeah, that'd be great. And so we decide on a date and a place and we spread the word. And uh, a few weeks later, we had a mom's night out. It was great. I think there was like seven of us or something that showed up. And these are all women I had never talked to before. I didn't know their names. I knew nothing, absolutely nothing about them. But it really sparked in me something because they all appreciated it. They all needed that. They, um, it was fun to get to know people, right? And so since then, I've just been doing more of the same. So I encourage you, if, if you're in a new place, if you um, just feel lonely and you don't know where to start, maybe reach out to one. Maybe reach out to one. And maybe it's just one simple coffee date. Like, hey, let's, can we go meet and have coffee? Um, or whatever, a beer, whatever it is that you want to meet up and do, have it be something where you actually talk, right? Um, but find one. And if you are someone who likes maybe smaller to, you know, mid-side groups, arrange, arrange some kind of meetup and just put yourself out there. I promise you, somebody will need that too. They're looking for you as much. And um, so let me just encourage you with a practical thing. If you're in a season, a time or a place that you have this sense of loneliness, start somewhere. And hey, know that deep friendships don't just happen all at once. Okay. Like we've lived here for this long. I don't have a deep friend here yet. I don't have the person that I go to about everything yet um, as far as like a friend, but it's taking time. It's building that. It's creating. It's it's uh, intentional with the people that I'm meeting and, and repeating those meetups, right? Repeating time with them and seeing, is this going to get better? So you guys, things, you know, they're not perfect and we're going to dissect in future podcasts. I hope next time you join us because we're going to have Paul Mackey on and Paul is my 70 five or 76 year old friend. He's my friend. He's my mentor. Um, his wife is Linda May and, uh, and they've been mentors to us for several years now. And I can't wait for you guys to hear our conversations because Paul and I are going to just kind of go, um, a little deeper, a little bit broader. Um, it honestly, Paul is like, he's like Yoda right? He's a Yoda. <laughs> um, he's lived many generations now. He's been many years experiences. Um, he's just a person I want you guys to get to know. And a lot of it's going to be driven by his conversation because he likes to help us think. And we're going to think about some of these difficult, more difficult aspects about what it is to be human. How can we live whole how can we um, find our way and our identities? 
thank you for being with us today. Without all of us participating in our communities and neighborhoods, we can't possibly reach the depths of our purpose and being human. We invite you to participate in our extended community outside of listening and join on Zoom calls with us every Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. To get further information and our link, you can email the socially modern neighbor at gmail.com. All social media handles and additional websites can be found in the podcast description. Please also leave any helpful reviews and share with your friends and family as we grow together to become the socially modern neighbor.